0: You're listening to Just A Girl, and what, sorry, what? (laughs) And at one point, are we switching it where you start saying, you're listening to Just A Girl, and then I'll be... Oh, we could do it now if you want. Do you want to? Every 15th, I can do it. Okay. No, wait, I think I could, wait. You're listening to Just A Girl podcast. A podcast where we discuss everything and anything intersectional feminism and music history related. I'm Natalie and I'm Katie, and this is episode 16. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get it right? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Before we begin, let's just sort of address what is going on here right now. We are back, bitches. We are back, bitches. We are using my friend James's office and we are two metres apart, which yes. I hate. I know, it's so sad. Normally we do a little um, foot touch under the table, but... Tip grab. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Don't expose too much. Um, but we are being very safe, so fear not everyone. And we also, did. I've already had COVID now, so... <laughs> <laughs> we also just thought that now is the time where people need content. Like, I, for one... I'm quite lonely and always have a podcast on. So we're giving you more options yes, for your podcasting. You are welcome. So, Natalie, what have you been listening to these past few months? Oh, I've missed that. Oh, past few months. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, okay. What Do you want to just say what you've been listening to? What I've been listening to right now and then anything else, I'll just... Okay. So I've been listening... I've got two songs on repeat and an artist on repeat. Okay. Motive by Ariana Grande and Doja Cat. Oh, so like nineties basement kind of yeah, vibes. Yeah, also love, love Doja Cat. are yeah, same. Afterlife by Holding Absence. Yeah, classic. On the beat classic. I say classic. It's brand new, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> obviously already a classic. <laughs> and as everything unfolds, I love as everything same. unfolds. Ryan introduced me to them, and they are just like one of the one of those like perfect bands mm, where you're like. How aren't they huge yet? Yeah. I reckon the day's going to come. Broken. Oh, they will be yeah, huge. Definitely. They're awesome. What about you, Katie? What are you listening to? So I have on repeat a song that you sent me, actually, oh, called nice. Chloe by No Dice. Yes. It's so up my street, you know, mm-hmm. and like I've been feeling really kind of out of touch with music recently and not that interested in yeah. a lot of it. So when you sent me that, I was like, finally, I love music again. Something that's <laughs> like brought me back into it. Um, Another song that did that for me was Worrying by Clean Cut Kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know I just rimmed them, but it's such like a prevalent song. It's just about like losing your week to worrying. And as always, Mike's just written like the loveliest lyrics Mm. and I'm obsessed. I'm sure everyone can relate to that song. Yeah. I've also been listening to Marked Life. I don't know. So they've got a. It's not new. It's a relatively new EP called You'll Be Gone Forever. Mm. It's just like progressive new metal band. Oh, I love that already. Mm. Can't wait. Yeah. Very good. Um, also, they've oh. got a. Um. I thought I'd mention they've got an interview on this podcast called the Dear Untitled Podcast. Nice. So shout out to them. Shout out. Before we begin. Katie with this episode I actually want to ask you this is kind of like spur of the moment I want to ask you about your Spotify wrapped data Uh, so while you research I'm just going to say thanks to everybody I know that we retweeted and probably said thanks on Instagram and Twitter but thank you for listening to us in 2020 and mm. getting us to your top podcast lists it was genuinely, and I don't normally get deep, but so heartwarming seeing all of so that. Nice. It made me really emotional. Especially at, like, number two, not number one. Because we obviously. were number one on some people's. Were we number one? Oh, wow. An Honour wasn't on my own, which was weird. No. I listen to us. Oh, but well, I don't listen to us on Spotify, though, because I don't want to skew with the numbers. Oh, yeah, I listen on Google Drive, so yeah. no one knows I'm listening to my <laughs> own podcast. Um, and then I want to hear one fact about your Spotify rap data that you want to share. What do you mean by one fact? Just, like, who your top artist was, what your top song was, anything that you want to share that came okay. from your Spotify Wrapped. So my Spotify Wrapped, unfortunately, was all about Hayley Williams, <laughs> because at the beginning of the year... I overplayed all of the songs. I was just obsessed yes. with cinnamon. She was in my, loads of my top stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was cinnamon and... Was, oh, leave it alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm surprised... Um, what's it called? Watch Me While I Bloom. Watch Me While I Bloom. Yeah, I'm surprised that one wasn't. It was probably. in my like top 100 oh, right. playlist. But oh, yeah, so. my, top, my top song of the year, however, was Pretty Great by Fickle Friends. Classic. What was in yours? Oh my God, I don't... Probably like Simmer by, Simmer by Hayley Williams... The Dreamers Hotel by Andrew Crowley. I remember those two because I defo had them on repeat constantly. Um, but one fact that I want to share, which I'm really proud of, okay. and I haven't seen anyone else achieve this. Is it about artists, how many minutes you listened? No, oh. it's the fact that I am in Dua Lipa's top 0.05% of listeners on Spotify. Not 0.5, 0.05. I had the same for the 1975. 0.05. Did you actually? But... Bearing in mind that they weren't even in my, like, top five artists played, I don't know how accurate it is, unless I'm misremembering and it was 0.5. I've seen loads of 0.5s, and if you check Jack's tweets, everybody, Jack, he's got an explanation as to why, like, 0.5 is plausible, but I have Uh, not seen any of the 0.05s. Okay, I'm just going to take a wild guess and say mine was 0.5, then. Okay, yeah, I would be very surprised in the nicest way possible to you. I just don't think you like the 99.5% that much. I fucking do. That much? <laughs> yeah. 1.95%. Why didn't you get in there then? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Katie, what are we talking about this week? We are talking about what we've missed. So, obviously, we've had a break. So, we're going to be catching up on things that we haven't had the chance to discuss on here during lockdowns two and three. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Anyway, um, (laughs) so we'll be discussing things like notable new music releases, industry news and just general music and feminism stuff Yeah, so question for you Okay Did you watch any live performances during your two lockdowns? Yes, I watched 545 Fest Highlight of that was obviously Holding Absence Of course Um, But there was another band on it, who I've forgotten the name of now Chapter and Verse No, um, I think they're Canadian they're probably not. No, I think they're Swedish. I don't know, oh. but they were Normandy. Really... Normandy. Normandy. Yes, Normandy. Yeah, they were amazing. Mm, I love them. They were my highlight of five nice. Four five. What about you? I watched that as well, but these are the ones that I I paid. I paid for one, which was Dua Lipa's Studio 2054 performance. Oh, nice! Amazing. I'm sure actually, it probably is online somewhere, but re- would recommend everyone watch it. Even Henry liked it, and he doesn't love Dua Lipa. He's not misogynist? No, no, no. No, no, no. Don't cancel. I (laughs) won't. I think that was was all I watched, though. Yeah. I didn't watch too many. I don't know why. I just... It's just not replacing... It's not even coming close to replacing live music for me, and I just can't bring myself to do it sometimes. Yeah, the only reason I do buy tickets to them is to support the band. Mm. But for me, it's not... I get so fatigued with, like, video calls and everything's on a screen now. Yeah. So by the time I've, like, finished work or it's the weekend, I'm just like... Give me a bloody pair of binoculars and a bird sanctuary. Sanctuary. (laughs) You also got a couple new tattoos. Obviously, this was like oh my god! Wait, when I refer back to our music and tattoos episode, you've now got some more. I've now got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven tattoos. Oh my god! Wait, how many do I have? Is it as many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, so catching it up got another one booked in soon as well (laughs) So very recent news Heard this today Glastonbury cancelled this year Yeah I think it was to be expected Part of me was like It's outdoors They could do it safely But I, I appreciate that it's better to be safe than sorry Definitely it means that other festivals are going to be cancelled too. I feel like mm-hmm. people just look up to Glastonbury, don't they? And they think, okay, if that's cancelled, we have to cancel ours. Yeah. I think the only one that will potentially go ahead is maybe Reading and Needs because it's at the end of August. So, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people would have had the vaccine by then. But, I mm-hmm. don't know. That's still, like, 180,000 people. Isn't it such a shame that, like, last year everybody was like, guys, just sacrifice one summer for it to be normal next year. And now it's just like, oh, no, one lot. <laughs> just <laughs> one, one lot. lot. Just one more, 2022. Just one more, guys. Yeah, I just feel for, like, the bands. Like, yes, it's sad for us that we can't go and watch them, but it's sadder for the bands who can't make a living. Yeah, and especially when you start to build momentum as a band, too, and you just can't do anything Mm. with it because you just, you know, you can't play shows, you can't do anything. And, like, speaking about our Spotify Wrapped and stuff, there were so many good albums released last year. Like, I tried to make a top three and I can't. It changes, oh, no. like, every day. Oh. Top ten is even hard. What's your top three at the Mo? At the Mo, I would say it's Women in Music Part 3 by oh, Himes. Nice. Death of Me by Polaris. Oh, yeah, and obviously choice. Sex, Death and the Infinite Void by yeah. Creeper. Nice. But then Loth had such a good album. That was my top three. Yeah. Oh, and shakari didn't make my top. They made my top ten. No, not even my top ten. Gosh. I know. I love Enchanted as well. But not what was that your much. top three? Do you have one? Yeah, I do. So my top three was obviously Future Nostalgia by Reaper, yeah. Underneath by Code Orange, mm. and then I love it in and it took everything by loaf. Yours has been consistent. That's been your top three for a while from last year. It's the ones that I listened to in fall. I'm like, I'm still blown away. That's how I know it's my top three. Mm. Yeah. What about you? What's your what? What have we missed, Katie? So this is another new release. so I hope it's not boring us just kind of commenting on music but i want to talk about taylor swift again okay sure because she just released evermore out of fucking nowhere mm. and she did the same with folklore at the start of the year and then was just like hi guys um here's another album <laughs> what like don't get me wrong it's not for me um have you listened no but that's because i know it's not for me it's very like it's funky, funky, but it's like slow paced oh. most of it, which I'm just not in the mood for at the moment. Maybe if I was like reading in the garden in the summer. I've heard from a, quite a few people that it's very much a mood setting album. You can't just listen to it casually like you can some of her other bangers. Yeah, the reason I'm intrigued by it and I and I do go back and listen is because Jack Antonoff. Has worked on it Oh cool Who I obviously love And also somebody As famous as Terry Swift Doesn't need to release Two albums in a year No that's so true They don't need that Awareness I feel like she's really Trying to distance herself From the sort of like Pop reputation That she has Because she is She is very talented And she can do much more Than that It was obviously Just what was selling For her before And I think What she started to do Was see the decline Because her What was her last album Before Folklore (laughs) I can't remember what it's was called. We've before. spoken about it yeah, on him before. But I feel like that didn't do as well as she hoped... And obviously, Folklore and Evermore have done so well. Mm. Um, I feel like maybe she just kind of recognised what she needed to do and just did it. And you know what? Good for her, because didn't they both get number one? And they are both, like, surprisingly whole as albums, mm. considering how quick they were made. Yeah. So, yeah. I I really respect her. So, what's your next one? Oh, so this is kind of old news, but I think it's something to highlight, is that for the first time ever in the Grammys, the nominees for Best Rock Performance were all women. All women nominees. I also have that in my list. Oh, amazing. Twins. I do find it slightly odd that Haim are considered like a rock performance. I know. I kind of think that about like a lot of the artists in there. Phoebe Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> Phoebe... I don't know. Maybe she is, but... I just assume rock is a bit heavier. Yeah, and I guess rock is kind of one of those genres that's got so many like subgenres. That yeah, it couldn't it's an term, yeah. Isn't it. Yeah, yeah. As it got a guitar, it's rock. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Because <laughs> indie I mean, rock. Can... Indie rock is to me the same as like folk rock or like folk pop. Mm. They're all the same. They're all rock, apparently, according to the Grammys. But yeah, and I feel like that just goes to show that all these. Again, going back to festivals that can't include women, there are so many good artists. If the Grammys, the fucking Grammys, which like are so dated in their views, are nominating women in a predominantly male genre, mm. then festivals can do the same. Exactly. And festivals should be more of like not should be, but I would see festivals as like more of a kind of liberal, progressive yeah, atmosphere than an award ceremony. Oh my god, they need to reevaluate their lives. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what's your what's your next one? I thought it was worth mentioning Lizzo Juicing. Oh, yeah. Because people really went to town on her for mm. juicing. And I think, I understand that she is a fat black woman and represents something that a lot of people don't see, like, in the media. And that's amazing. And she's powerful and she's talented. But just because she's fat, she's never said that she's a fat activist or like a body liberation activist Mm. or anything. And it's a lot of pressure to put on somebody just because she represents that. And while it's great that she might be helping to stop fat phobia, because she does prove that you can be fat and be healthy, because she dances for hours, plays the flute and all of this, still doesn't mean that she can't like have a smoothie every now and then. I completely agree. And I feel like some people missed so much of what she said as well. She wasn't just on a smoothie diet she was on a detox but was still eating other things like Mm. she made that very clear and Mm. people were just having none of that and i also feel like she's human after all and so you know if she was to go on a smoothie detox then you know we're all human we all get criticized we're all affected by you know negative words or seeing what's in the media so can you really blame her for wanting to try you know if it it wasn't even to lose weight but if it was to lose weight can you even blame her because she's constantly criticized and constantly see you know skinny um, and tall and whatever blonde is still the beauty ideal yeah so I guess the reasoning if it was that is because she is some people's idol so if if you're like a young black woman who struggles with their weight not struggles with their weight but struggles with mm. their body image then having somebody be that successful in the public eye it will make you be like oh that's that is okay yeah so I guess that is why I can see why people like work Possibly upset by it But I don't think It's an, a reason To attack somebody And I think that That just backs up That you need to be More like Lizzo And love yourself So you don't rely on Definitely I don't know It's it's really hard to say As mm. like a white person Who's not that fat. Yeah um, Not fat Katie Just not fat Yeah but not Being fat isn't a bad thing No no But you're also Just not fat Okay fine um, <laughs> But do you know what I mean It's, it's yeah. I can't I can't sit here and pretend I'm, not pretend, but empathise as if I was a, Yeah, that's some, true. something else, but I don't think she deserved anything close Definitely. to the abuse she got for that. And I also think it highlights the importance of knowing the full story before you comment on something as well. So true. True dead sister. Pragmatic queen. What's your next one? So I want to know your thoughts on this because I'm in two minds. This is just kind of like the general idea, but... Obviously, you know my queen, Dua Lipa, she is under a lot of criticism right now for constantly travelling during a pandemic. There's a whole account, I don't know, did I send it to you? It was just like celebrities travelling. I've seen it. And it's like, repeat, offender, her, Dua Lipa on like the fifth holiday this year, whatever. What do you think about her or just celebrities going on holiday during a pandemic? I think it depends on many things. If the Law in their country is that they can travel for work And that's what they're doing Then technically they are just sticking to the law Sure There is an element of You've got a lot of eyes on you And set an example And a lot of younger people will be like Well they're going away, why can't I? Mm. But then also like it's that classic, well, if they jumped off a bread for you kind of argument. Like, I guess there's also an element of, like, social responsibility as well. It's like, sure, yeah. it might be allowed, but is it really the best thing to do? That's what I think. I think that they do have a responsibility to do the right thing. But then I also, I'm just like, fuck it, you do you. If you want a holiday, right. you yeah, can go and holiday. Maybe being. just don't publish it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I hard. think, so, I yeah, I completely agree. I think, like, it's definitely irresponsible. And obviously, I went on holiday this year. And looking back, I was like, probably not the best idea to do. I mean, what's done is done. But I'm also like, if you're in a fortunate enough position to get away from the UK or wherever you are, what the dire situation we're in, then why not? Like, if Mm. I had money, and I could just go to Barbados for the rest of the pandemic then I definitely would yeah I think that part of my issue with it is that they're publicising it they're also kind of like making up shit excuses like work when then you know we all know they're definitely not working like if you're gonna go there to escape then just own it and say look I'm obviously fortunate enough to do this so therefore I'm gonna do this yeah yeah they could be more self-aware yeah I don't really support it but I also don't like people slagging off Dua Lipa (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, that's oh, yeah. a good question. Hmm. Nice one. What about you? What's your next? My next one is old news, but it's Jessie leaving Little Mix. Yes, that's very sad. Very sad. So my my theory on this, and she's probably covered this in in more detail. I've only read a few of her Instagram posts and statements and yeah. stuff, but. I think it just she just started out on the wrong foot, not due to her own fault, but people were always fatphobic of her, always like calling her the ugly one. Yeah, I know she made that documentary, and it just goes to show how like lasting that shit can be. Oh my because god, it's she was beautiful anyway, yeah. but she lost loads of weight regardless, dyed her hair blonde, like tried to fit that beauty standard, and I'm, I'm not. Saying that's a bad thing on her, I'd mm. understand why you would feel like you have to do that. And it still resonated with her. I just yeah. think that's horrible. Definitely. And it's one of those things where, like, yeah, similarly, don't at all blame her for doing it. But it's, it's almost like you shouldn't, you just shouldn't listen to other people. We need to emphasise self-love and being body positive in yourself before you even start thinking about being body positive for other people. Because, yeah, she was, you know, close to being perfect and still people yeah. were still constantly criticising her. People just weren't happy. So I just feel like it's one of those things where you just, just shouldn't do things to please other people. Do you want to hear my celebrity story with Little Miss? Oh, my God, yeah. I can't so, believe I haven't shared this already. This is an exclusive When I was 16 or 17, between 16 and 18, I worked in Tesco in my hometown of Hartford. There was one year when the X Factor house was down the road. So we used to go after school and stand at the X Factor house. This was when it was like Frankie Cocosa, Little Mix. Um, Who else was in it? There were loads of other people in it. And I fancy Frankie Cocosa because I had poor taste because I was 16. So I used to go and try and like, Look at him, I guess. But one evening I was working in Tesco and a lot of them came in to do their weekly shop and Little Mix came to my till. Oh my God, what the hell? Did you freak out? No. I, don't, I wasn't really that bothered. I was Aww. like, because I was just like, oh, it's not Frankie Goes. Oh, uh, sure. Um, but I remember two of them, I don't know, maybe Perry? I don't remember. Two of them like didn't say anything and I was a bit like, whatever. Really? Just let your checkout girl. Um And Jessie was like so nice. She and I seems know like such a nice person. It's such a like rolled doll thing to say but she was so beautiful because she was so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So that's my celeb story. Yeah, it. It's so sad, isn't it? Because she was obviously like really successful, really talented and she just can't even show it off because people are mean. Do you think it's... Um, because obviously going on X Factor and performing on stage and being in a girl band requires a certain level of confidence at least outwardly mm. Do you, and I think that there's something in that of like a girl who doesn't fit somebody's beauty standards being confident I feel like people hate that you reckon yeah there's a comedian called Sophie Hagen and they talk about stuff like this all the time where like so say for example like if I had like a sleeve tattoo mm. and guys who don't find that attractive would be disappointed that I wasn't trying to fit oh. their version of Interesting, yeah It's really hard to explain I've read quite a lot about I think I know what you mean It's like when I put on Instagram Should I cut my hair short And all the no's were from men But all the yeses were from women Because they were obviously like Yes, yeah, I'm going to look amazing But short hair wouldn't fit men's like idea of feminine Yeah And I think the confidence of like And I'm not saying this is all people But like the confidence behind people Who don't fit your standard If they're happy mm. Then it like pisses people off and I think yeah. that's why Jessie was Got so much abuse because she yeah. seemed confident. But did she seem confident? Because well, looked... I mean, because she was on telly. Oh, right, sure. Yeah, i like, that blessing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. a theory. Mm. If I say allegedly at the end, then it's not true. Allegedly. There you go. <laughs> What's your next one? <laughs> um. So I love this one. My next one is that BTS was named Time's Entertainer of the Year last year. Oh, love that. Amazing for East Asians. Amazing for K-pop. Yeah Yeah, just think that's really cool And they are amazing, to be fair All really good singers, really good dancers Really great songs, great performers, great entertainers They're just, they are awesome And they've made, I hate this, but they have made K-pop way more accessible Yeah, massively, Mm. for sure I am interested to hear your thoughts on this Because we've discussed it briefly and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Okay. So there's a famous Instagram account called Feminist. Oh, yeah. And recently we found out that it's run by white men. Mm, Two white men. Two white men, even worse. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, what do you think? Obviously, when we promoted it in the Q&A episode, we did not know that they were two white men. I've now unfollowed that account, knowing that they are two white men, because I just think that it's not... They're obviously making money, they're, you know, whatever conversion they want to make, they're getting that. But it's not their place. They're basically, like, capitalising on the struggles of marginalised groups. And when not being honest about not it. Not being honest about it, and also not being the people who are being marginalised. Obviously, you know, there's always... I'm obviously not saying white men don't deal with any issues. Men do, do deal with issues. Yeah. But then, you know, create a page on that. Don't do it because you know that the feminist movement is growing so much. I just think, yeah, it's shady and it's not what Femines is I don't like their branding because it says feminist and then there's the female gender symbol. Mm. which isn't very intersectional and that makes it about gender yeah, rather than equality that's true which ugh, especially I, because they post intersectional stuff on the page as well yeah so they should know not to use that to represent all women or even all people yeah it's got 6.4 million followers and the, the way they could have done it is be quite transparent and be like we're learning about feminism as well we're here to make it accessible yeah like like white men can be feminists definitely a lot of them are all the all of my friends are white men. That is not true. <laughs> all my friends who are white men are feminists. Yeah. And I just think that with all, any business that you do, the most important thing is like being honest because you will get caught out at some point. And that's just not what they're doing. They are not being honest and they have been caught out. I, mean, I guess, they've still got 6.4 million followers, but. Do you think there's a difference between not telling the truth or lying? Because technically they haven't said they're not men. I think there is, in context dependent. I think in this case, yes, it feels like lying because if you make a feminist page, and anyone, anyone who visits that page would assume that it is women running it, or at least like non-binary people. Yeah, is not the root of yeah. the problem, which is exactly men. exactly. Yeah, I, I'm in two minds about it because I I don't like it. Mm. I never followed the page anyway. I don't know why because it seems up my street. Um, well, good for you, Katie. I must have known. Yeah, I like. I like that it's. I like that it's accessible to them, and they obviously believe it because they source really good stuff. But it just feels a bit off. It feels inappropriate. <sighs> my counter argument to that is that. It's not their place to make it accessible. People don't know who is actually behind. Well, now they do, but they don't know who is actually behind the page. So mm. why can't why can't these why can't these six point four million people follow a different page that is actually run by True. people who aren't men? And they are using like nature care got shared one of um, our images got shared by this page. They didn't ask us for like this. Oh, okay. Like they don't credit. They do credit, but they don't. Did they even credit us? I don't remember actually. But they um don't ask permission to use people's photos. So, mm -hmm. (laughs) white men. (laughs) Taking what they want. (laughs) Um, I've just got a couple of other things that I want to mention. Okay. So, quite important one actually, Brexit, being Brexit means that artists who want to go to the EU or vice versa, we will have to pay a visa. Yeah, I saw that. There's a petition, we'll link it in the show notes, but there is a petition going around to to try and um, stop that. I'm not sure how much good it will do, but it's always good to try. Also, I just sign every petition that (laughs) I believe in because it takes literally two minutes, if that. Yeah. So just sign it regardless because it's one thing Tories pretending to care about Mm -hmm. the arts and Matt Hancock pretending to cry And care about anyone else but himself. And then there's that that's just like, "Hi, we openly don't give a fuck." Mm. It's the audacity, like not to act like they care. Yeah, and to just—it's—it's so bad. I can't. I don't have words for it to articulate. I just hate when people, even if it's not what I agree with, I hate that people have no gumption in their beliefs. Oh, gumption! I just think that if you really don't care... Like you've said, if you don't care about something, just, like, truly act like you don't care about something. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason for them to claim they care about the arts if they're not going to back it up. It's just sheer yeah. lies. And I know we shouldn't expect any different, but it just feels so degrading mm. to have a government be like, oh, I love going to I the know. gigs. No, you don't, Matt Hancock. I don't know why I'm blaming him for everything. And, like, there's also... Because even though, yeah, like you said, you know, every political party lies, but you do always have hope. Like, there is always hope there. And so when they don't follow through with something or act like they don't care about what you care it, what you care about, then you feel the sense of betrayal. Yeah. But yeah, everyone sent that petition. And um, the last thing that I wanted to mention was Burn It Down Festival announcing quite a few... Cool artists. Yes, I've seen this. Do you want to go through who they've announced? Yeah. So they recently announced Wargasm Yeah. We mentioned Wargasm loads. Bob Villain. Do you know Bob Villain? Yes. Who I, I I'm getting into at the moment. I there. only know Bob Villain because he they they're always on the download lineup. Oh really? Didn't know that. Oh wait. Am I? Ah oh, no. I'm thinking of Rub Zombie. Oh, <laughs> <what the fuck? laughs> I was like, why is so small? <laughs> <laughs> keep that in um static dress yes i know connor listens to this pod so share hey? yeah oh. and um junior i don't know junior they're a pop punk band from south wales adding to my spotify right oh, now i'm in um. one of their music videos um oh, which song is it day of the dead i'm in that for the music video is this them yeah cool. so nice. it's um mark who's a wrestler sai who runs heads above the waves and Matt, who is like a successful composer of things. Oh, cool! Yeah, I'm give them very talented a band. Um, that's all. That's all. That's all my news. I've got one more piece of news. Oh yeah. So Pale Waves are releasing a new album soon, and so far we've had Change, She's My Religion, and Easy. Pale Waves are one of my favourite bands, right? I'm a bit scared about this album. Do you not like the songs? They are good, and I don't want like say anything bad about pale waves but they're really not for me yeah and you know when like this is this might be a bit like you with Boston Manor's album last year or the year before where mm. you're like I love them so much and I really want to like mm. this but I just can't at least hopefully like this is a bit of a positive spin for you at least having low expectations means that you won't be disappointed yeah and I still have their old music to listen to yeah. that I love. Yeah, that's and I, true. I really respect when bands go down different routes because mm. I think it's so safe to just create what your fans love. Mm. But when it's one of your favorite bands, it's like, oh, yeah. I respect you, but what? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, like you said, that's exactly how I feel about Boston Manor. I yeah. still love them. I still go see them live. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my God, I wish I never listened to that album. I'm still going to buy the album. But I don't care, oh, yeah, but I course. just got support. support. I just. Just wanted to discuss that because Sam Carter from Architects, Mm. they released um, Dead Butterflies or whatever their new one's called, and a lot of their fans are just like slagging them off on Twitter. Really? Yeah. You like it? Emily really likes it. I've not heard. I've not seen anyone slag it off. I personally don't like it myself. I think it's really similar to Black Lungs, and I just think that they can write something that's way more adventurous you loved animals though didn't you yeah, i dude. loved black yeah, lungs yeah. um black lungs is more up my street but i just think i don't understand when people say negative stuff about like really negative stuff about bands online like obviously if they've done something wrong and call them out but mm. like there was this guy who was just like well why are you fucking creating this music blah 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 and it's like well maybe it's just not for you but they're not doing anything wrong oh I agree and also like is it not just a total waste of your time to write that tweet listen if you don't like it just move on yeah that is all you have to do just move on (laughs) Sam Carter retweeted it and was like you sound miserable (laughs) (laughs) to be fair everyone is miserable right now true but hopefully this episode has lightened up people's spirits a little yeah yeah Should we round off? I forgot how to do this. Do we normally? Oh, yeah, our socials. Yes. So, thanks for listening, guys. Do I normally say that one (laughs) now? You can. (laughs) If we've missed anything from what we've missed, you can email us at justagirlpod at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at justagirlpod. Or you can follow us on Instagram at justagirlpod. You can follow my personals on Instagram and Twitter at Natalie. That's N four A's T A L I E. You can follow my Instagram at K five A's T I two E's and Twitter at K Robert O O O. Nice. That was really hard actually to do. The end. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That <laughs> was hard. Um oh cut that out, that was really bad. Um <laughs>